0: Good day, everyone. This is day three of Lent, and we are doing a devotion from the book, Think Like Jesus, 40 Days to Creating a Miracle Mindset by Chad Gonzalez. So today we are going to talk a few minutes about food to finish. It says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. In John 4, 34, after you've gone several hours without eating food, your body will start screaming at you. And regardless of the important tasks that you need to take care of, eating will suddenly, it will become your top priority. In John four thirty four, Jesus said his food was doing what God had sent him to do and finishing it, not just doing it but also finishing God's will. It drove Jesus through the obstacles, temptations, and pressures of this life. Regardless of what came up against Jesus, God's plan and his purpose for his life was all that mattered. What was the will of God for Jesus? Jesus came to reveal the Father and destroy the works of the devil. When God's plan for your life becomes a number one priority in your life, you will find that as you pursue it, God's provision will pursue you. Jesus alluded to this in Matthew 6 when he said, don't worry about clothes and food and housing, etc. Seek first the kingdom of God and all of these things will be added to you. In God's plan for his life, Uh, was at the forefront of Jesus's mind it should be at the forefront of yours too when you understand your purpose it will drive you and it will provide for you God didn't send you on a mission and not give you the necessary equipment to get the job done he gave you his ability his strength his self-control his faith he gave you himself When the vision is before you, you will stay on track to finish what was started. So whenever you're tempted or you drift off course, you need to ask yourself, will this sustain me? If not, stay away from it because it could keep you from finishing what God sent you to do. The confession for today is God's plan for my life sustains me and provides for me. And I won't let anything get in its way. So if you'd like to turn to Matthew six twenty-five through 34, you can read those scriptures. But for those of you who would rather listen to it, I'm going to play it for you now.
1: If you decide for God, living a life of God worship, it follows that you don't fuss about what's on the table at mealtimes or whether the clothes in your closet are in fashion. There's far more to your life than the food you put in your stomach, more to your outer appearance than the clothes you hang on your body. Look at the birds, free and unfettered, not tied down to a job description, careless in the care of God. And you count far more to him than birds. Has anyone, by fussing in front of the mirror, ever gotten taller by so much as an inch? All this time and money wasted on fashion, do you think it makes that much difference? Instead of looking at the fashions, walk out into the fields and look at the wildflowers. They never primp or shop, but have you ever seen color and design quite like it? The ten best-dressed men and women in the country look shabby alongside them. If God gives such attention to the appearance of wildflowers, most of which are never even seen, don't you think he'll attend to you, take pride in you, do his best for you? What I'm trying to do here is get you to relax, to not be so preoccupied with getting, so you can respond to God's giving. People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. But you know both God and how he works. Steep your life in God reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with whatever hard things come up when the time comes.
0: Now, truly, that has to inspire you. That has to encourage you that that worry and anxiety that you're carrying, it should flee in the name of Jesus. That is awesome. You know, you can't just sit around and and just wait for it to happen. You have to put your trust and your belief and your words into God. You know, you have to show it with your faith so you can be encouraged by that, though. I mean, things aren't just going to drop out of heaven for you, you know, but you must do your part. So just ask yourself, you know, what am I doing about this? But don't sit around and worry and fret and, and try to do all these things on your own because you really do need him. You really do. And you can have confidence in that. So we will talk to you tomorrow on day four of Lent. You have a great day.